show. This is episode 23, and this is uh, episode. You know, this is the first episode of season two, boys. Not not only is it the first episode of season two, boys. We're in video format. Let's go. Round of applause. Let's go. Video format is now here for a terrible football show. If you're listening to the show on one of the many audio platforms that we are on, make sure to also go over to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Sparky3. Subscribe to the channel, be a friend, tell a friend, come look at our beautiful faces. And a pretty nice little layout here that I kind of just threw together. You know, we've uh, done a complete rebrand of our of our logo, going with a chalkboard sort of theme here. It looks pretty nice. I, I, I will say I, I am kind of proud of the logos. Having like a nice chalkboard effect to them as well. Pretty dope. Showing off our favorite teams. Because I feel like, you know, it, I feel like it's still very important to establish who we follow. You know, I wanted to keep that on the screen, you know, especially so we can really establish and drive home that Tyler has abandoned Arkansas State and he is now fully a Wyoming Cowboys fan. It is. It is. Dookie Brown all the way. Man. Dookie Brown. Ra- yeah, round of applause. Dookie round of applause. Brown. Let's go. Round of applause. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, as you already heard him, I got both the boys here with me. I got Tyler and Shane. Boys, how you doing? How you feeling with this first episode of season two? New season, boys. Lots to, lots, lots to dive into. I'm excited, man. Um, you know, we got a lot of stuff coming up. We got the draft. We got yep. mock draft. We got yep. free agency. Um, combine starting. We got combine. Yep. This week, going down. Yep. yep. And uh, speaking of, a lot of major players aren't going to be in it. Yeah, a lot of them are, uh, from what I saw, was kind of just dealing with some injury stuff. There was a some that was just like, you know, trademark. I don't want to do it. But yeah, I know there was uh, like one, I think one of the running backs, the Michigan running back, you know, he's, he's doing bench press, but any sort of like leg stuff yeah. he's holding off on because injuries you know, and shit. And uh, what a big part of it is, is the rules that they implemented because of COVID. So, right. I mean, it, it definitely is uh, kind of a wishy-washy kind of thing. But, yeah, I'm super excited. And then, you know, come, you know, late March, early April, we got spring training. Yep. We got red-white games and blue and whatever Penn State is color. And then, <laughs> so you know, whatever. orange and green game for Miami. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Uh, Dookie Browning, yellow gold. <laughs> yep, yep. So, I mean, we'll get to see some of these. Gold. Some of these recruits coming in. We'll get to talk about some recruiting with college football. Yep. Um, you know, what are the next guys coming up? So, I'm excited. Yeah, we really have a lot on the slate, you know, and then just kind of following back up with draft stuff. You know, this is this is a big time for pro football, you know, because right now, you know, the everyone is 0-0, zero and zero, you know, in the NFL. So, everyone is, you know, looking to try to rebuild in their teams and try to be competitive. So, that's one thing we're going to chat about today is uh, we're going to go through all 32 teams in the NFL and talk about – each team's what is their going to be their biggest focus what needs to be their biggest focus or cause of concern going into this offseason so a couple things here for you involving season two we did kind of detail this on episode 22 a couple weeks ago Uh, so we do have one break coming up on the 17th we'll be taking a break here of this month of march but after that uh, it's we're doing every single week leading up to the draft Uh, and then after as well we are going on our longer break if you missed episode 22 we detailed that that uh, you know the second week of may all the way until August we'll be on a break um, you know just nothing really going on football wise during that time period you know take all of us take some time off you know because I mean like I, like I broke down then uh, can you break down how many actual weeks we take off for the year it's only like 14 weeks or so which lines up with what we do with the other shows here on Sparky 3 yeah, anyway it's only like one or two extra weeks yeah but... it's really not a big de- it seems like it because it's all in one collective time period but that one click time period is our dead period you know because one season starts yo every week we're we're full blast, you know what I mean. Yeah. That's that's our that's our time. 
Uh, next week, though, on episode 24, these boys will be uh, taking the reins, having a fun show there. So make sure to show them some love. Tune into it. I'll be looking forward to seeing how you boys handle the show. Uh, of course, go sign up to our website, sparkythrew.com. We definitely appreciate that, where we will be putting up um, mock drafts. We'll be putting them up over there first, and then we'll detail them here on the show. For example, today we will be running through our first mock drafts that we made weeks ago that's been on the website for weeks. So if you're not signed up, what are you doing? You can sign up for free. It's not a big deal. Or you can sign up for 5 bucks a month, get early access to podcast episodes, exclusive blog posts, etc. cetera. Uh, we also have uh, Terrible Football Show merch now. Uh, it is now in the merch stores. Since we finally got the rebrand set up, that was what was holding off the merch. I didn't want to put out the old logo. <laughs> if we were going to rebrand, you know, I didn't see a point in that. That. Uh, we do have a promo code ATFS for 25% off running until the 5th. That is this week. Uh, I may also extend it. We'll see. Or we'll just run another, run another promo, maybe closer to draft time. That's something we could do. Uh, pick up some merch. We definitely appreciate that. I'll be dropping more ATFS merch as well. We do have the trash can on there, and that's all that really matters. I, just for a fun fact for everyone. We have our, our new logo on there, the chalkboard logo, right? But the the alternate logo that we were very heavily debating is also on there as a shirt, where it's the hand-drawn logo for a terrible football show. Yeah. I do want that shirt. I'm going to have to pick it up. Yeah, I uh, I've actually, you know, I've signed up on day one, of course, and yep. got all my stuff going. And then I was going through and adding stuff to my cart. I'm like, yep, this is going to have to wait until I get my tax return. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm pretty sure if we would have went with the hand drawn logo, though, I think I think Shane would have probably quit because he was he was beating the table for the chalkboard logo. I, would, <laughs> I, I wouldn't have quit. I would have been a little disappointed because I really like the look of it's that. it's a nice vibe. Um, You'd have caught two L's in the last month with the the Commanders. <laughs> okay, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But um, but I mean, I liked both of them. I just like this one so much better. Like it was such a bigger gap. Right, right. It is an, it's a nice vibe. I'm looking forward to the future of using this logo. It's going to be a good time. Uh, also, make sure to join the Discord server. Link down description below. Follow us at Twitter at TerribleFBShow as well. Check out the other shows, Gamesetic, Animan Plus, which is coming back next week, and talk about movies and stuff, which uh, I don't know what they're going to be talking about. I forgot what they're watching. Probably movies and stuff. Uh, but uh, John and Zach are doing a talk about movies an episode here in the near future. I don't remember what they're hey, doing. Hey, I'm on. just saying the next three months is going to be huge for that podcast. That is true. We got a lot of good stuff coming out. I mean, we got Moon Knight coming out here soon that I am over the moon excited for. Uh, then Doctor Strange coming out not long after that. There's some other things that I would like to do on it. So you got the Batman coming out. That's true, Batman. Um, this month. And then you got um, Morbius coming out next month. I'm, I'm excited for Morbius too. And then you got um, Doctor Strange coming out the month after that. Not including, you do have the six episode Moon Knight. And then after that, I think they're doing She-Hulk. Yep. So, a lot of stuff in the next couple of months. Yeah, really pumped up about all that stuff. Um, besides, uh, besides that, anything else you boys want to chat about before we get into some football chat? How's everyone's uh, week been? Tyler got a new job. Shout out. Shout out. Yeah, yeah. Shout out. Shout out. Yeah. Pretty, pretty simple. Like my last job, just a little bit more, more bangs and less alcoholic beverages. Okay. You know. Okay. Okay. A lot easier to remember stuff. Okay. Just harder to find stuff. So yeah. more importantly, how did everyone? Uh, how did you guys enjoy the break week? You know, do anything exciting? Just have a nice time off. No. Oh, not okay. at all. You missing the show? Did you get the itch for it on Tuesday? I did. <laughs> like also, Tuesday came around, you're like, God, I need to do the fucking show. <laughs> yeah, man. Like especially like with the like the little minor news that was kind of popping off. Yeah, you know, there, and there yeah. with. 
And it was, I'm sure, well, actually, I don't think we have it on the script. Well, yeah, we did with Hugh Jackson and all that whole dilemma. Yep. So, um, and then plus, like, I was having computer problems, so I was being fucking stressed out about that. So. That's fair. That's fair. What about you, Tyler? Uh, Enjoy the break? I'm going to be honest with you. I forgot we even had a break. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's been icing last week. Fair. The whole, whole last week. Yeah, and then today <laughs> it's 75 degrees outside. Yeah, I started sweating, man. It's, uh, and obviously, I'm in a long sleeve shirt for some reason, and my pits are stinking a little bit. Uh, and then you know, also <laughs> in the last, the last week, we're on the verge of World War Three. So I know a lot of shit's happening in the week, dude. Hey, well, Ru- <laughs> Russia in like every sport is getting clapped right now. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah like every sport. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're speaking. Ukraine, Ukraine is just holding their holding their own right now. Speaking of uh, getting clapped in sports, man, that stuff with the uh, WNBA uh, team is wild. Where a, the franchise could flat out get terminated, termination of a franchise, man. Ooh, That's and then something. and then baseball's dead too. I yep. kind of I kind of saw that, but what is that whole thing about? The terminate? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they used a what was it charter charter flights? Yeah, last year during uh COVID, wasn't supposed to. So now, got like, caught, got caught slipping. Yep. Now owners could p- potentially get suspended or lose like all future draft picks or just termination of a franchise. That would be insane. I just want to know, like, what's the big deal of them using charter flights? COVID. You're not supposed to be that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That close to people. Yep. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah, because then you're jeopardizing the entire league. And then also, like I said, baseball is pretty much dead after what's popped out today, where the MLB PA is, uh, you know. Declined uh, the the apparently MLB's final offer, which I'm not a baseball fan. I don't really give a shit, but I do find it fascinating that MLB like could li- just be dead. Yeah. I do just find that very fascinating. Don't have any salary cap, and it's it's hurting. Yeah, it's hurting them. Yeah, because you can you can think of like 15 teams in MLB. You you 100 percent know they're not going to win the win the title. You can't, right. you can't say that about football or basketball. You never know who could make it. Exactly. Hence, Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> hey, even college, Cincinnati Bearcats. I know, man. Who would have thought? Yeah, which uh, actually, you know, great segue into our first kind of thing here on the slate, man. You know, just kind of recapping a little bit of 2021. I mean, it was a, it was an insane season. Every season is going to be insane in some capacity. I mean, the, you know, one you know one thing that was really notable about, like, let's say this college season that we talked about at length is how there was, like, no face of yep. college football. You know what I mean? Like that was a really interesting topic that we had to kind of overcome. And then also Cincinnati. What a what a year for that city. You know, the Bengals uh going Super Bowl, Bearcats making the college football playoffs. What a year, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely exciting. I'm I'm happy to see that some people are pushing to be the face. I still don't see them as like same caliber. Um, you know, with CJ and Bryce, but they, there's potential, and I KJ. think, yeah, KJ. I mean, he's not really being talked about. KJ Jefferson about the dark horse it, and he's, then, he's going to New York next year. Heisman Trophy winner. I, I think so. I mean, there's a chance, but I think there's also potential for you know Spencer Rattler to come up, and then Caleb Williams to kind of get in that conversation. True. And then plus, like, I mean, who knows? TBD or, down in Miami. Uh, yep. Not Sean Clifford. He's about to lose his job to Drew Lar. Really, well, Christian Villanova. He's Canadian. I saw, I mean, I've been paying attention to that Drew Alar dude for a long time. That boy can—he literally just flicks the wrist and the ball flies. Bro, he's 
He's pretty solid. He's, like, I mean, he I, he's up there. I understand he's solid, but, like, are you really about to get rid of Clifford already like that? Clifford only stayed to, like, mentor him. Okay. So, because they don't want to, they don't want to turn it over to uh, to Christian. Uh, what is he? A sophomore this year, I think. So, right. Yeah, I mean, you, you have Clifford in there because you know he's gonna mess up. He's a uh, damn. Who, who who always messes up in the NFL? That's that's who I remember Clifford like. Uh, who is it? Fitz Magic. That's my comparison for Clifford. Fitz Magic. You know he's gonna give you a solid. Half the season, and then he's just gonna fall off. Right. That's Clifford. He's gonna be there to to help Alar, help Christian, and we have another dude, Bo, Bo something. I don't know his name. He's just there just to be there. Yeah, Penn State gonna be rough next year though. Best of luck. Yep. Twenty twenty four. We're coming though. <laughs> you know, but best of luck for you for this season. Meanwhile, me and Shane over here having some decent hopes for this upcoming season. Yeah. <laughs> Arkansas is in a good spot. I feel like Miami's in a really good spot right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Penn State's just they're just there. You know? Yeah, they're just vibing. Yeah, we're just we're just riding the wave. You know. Did, no, I commented. I, th- I think it might have been last week. Did y'all look up the quarterbacks that I told y'all to look up? Did, did y'all? No, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't even know you asked that. What quarterback? Yeah, what which which one so, quarterbacks are we talking? <laughs> Of course, I mean we we all watched bowl games. The guy from Utah State, oh yeah, that came in first play, yeah. Dude. Oh yeah, Arkansas State, huh? He's from Arkansas State, yeah. And he used to play at Bama, yeah. He, um, I watched some film on him. Dude looks, he could be a potential, you know, solid. dark horse next year. He he looked he looked solid, solid. And then also I was watching some bowl tape of um, Nevada. They got a six nine quarterback. Ooh. Brock Osweiler. 6'9". And that man can sling it, but he looks like a baby giraffe running. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it was right up Tyler's alley to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. I might have to look I don't up. know his name, but... But he's going to be the next GOAT, you know. He's going to be the next GOAT. Literally, like, I think he's, like, between 6'7 and 6'9". It's fucking ridiculous. You said, uh... I imagine, I wonder what Car- I wonder what yeah. Carson Strong felt like, he's, you know, looking up to him. He's like, hey, man, what's up? Yeah, dude's, <laughs> like, a freshman and sophomore. Come like that, too. Let's see. Let's see. Nevada, right here. Rasta. Nate Cox. What a name. He is from Lafayette, Louisiana. And how and is he six nine or just six six seven? He, he is six nine two twenty five. So he is Jesus. A, he, he's not a he's not a tank, but he's got a little. He's not a he's not skinny. He's, he's not Connor Vanover out I mean, there, you know. He he took off for some runs in the bowl game they they played. Um, That's got to be the tallest quarterback in it, history. If you look at him, he looks like he looks like he he cannot run. So he, he really can't. He, he looks like, he, he like the, he, the Tom Brady Peyton Manning but type. But because he's yeah. so tall, he can literally like if he if he if he takes his his drop right and takes two steps to the right, he's already three yards away from the end. Yeah, and he takes four more steps, he's got six yards. He reminds you of Ryan Mallard or Coltrane. No, I think right now those two had better arms at this point. Yeah. Oh, I'm talking about running wise, not passing wise. Oh yeah. Most definitely, because they, they, I mean, Coltrane, man, he he can get you a good three yards, <laughs> little, little half of a step in the in the in that goal line formation. Are we talking like an Eli Manning too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
May, maybe a little slow, slower. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I get to a point with Ryan Malley, he didn't even run. He Like, if it was a fourth and inches or something, he would just say hut and stick the ball over. <laughs> right, right. But no, it's, it's, those are two quarterbacks I'm kind of really looking forward to watching. Um, the Utah State quarterback, more because of his potential. And... We've never seen a quarterback at six nine. No, that's a that's a first. So I definitely want to pay attention to that coming up to the next season. So yeah, that's gonna be fascinating to check out. Uh, what are some other storylines from this uh, past season? It's, uh, some pretty notable ones that you know we can talk about. I mean, of course, I know one notable one that you know has kind of swept the NFL was obviously everything involving Aaron Rodgers. I mean, we saw last off season went. Then how the season went with the vaccination status, and then winning another MVP, back to back MVP after drafting Jordan Love. I mean, yeah. we, we we've had a lot of stuff go on this past year. What what are some other things we had on the slate here? Um, real quick on Aaron Rodgers, um, I'm about to unfollow this fucking account because I keep getting debated every fucking day by this account on Twitter because it says Aaron Rodgers <laughs> and Green Bay Packers have decided, and then you click on the tweet because you're like, oh shit, what's going on? On what he's having for breakfast. <laughs> All right, bro. But anyways, <laughs> um, well, what is he having for breakfast? I don't know. It just says it just debates you into fucking <laughs> clicking the fucking tweet, man. Um, and then like the one previous to that is like where he's going to vacation. It's like, bro. I mean, this is like legitimate questions. Though. Like, I kind of want to know now. I mean, you, you have to go on the Twitter and find out because I as soon as I saw it, I just clicked off and I'm fucking went back. But um. <laughs> What I'm excited for, I mean, big storyline with Arkansas. I mean, we we thought potentially with Arkansas that we could be good, but like four wins, yeah, <laughs> not eight wins, yeah, seven and, wins, whatever, it and was. should have been probably nine with the Auburn game. Could have been eleven. No, no, well, it would be ten. Could have been twelve and zero. But you know, Georgia, <laughs> Alabama. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, we could have won eleven because Georgia we got smacked. <laughs> 30, it was like 37-0 or something like that. Yeah. It's nuts. Um, and then really just I, – I, I don't know so much stuff really happened. Like it's kind of insane, but I don't know. I know there is big news. It came out, I think it was Thursday, last Thursday, that they are going to keep the playoffs four teams until 2025. Unfortunate, but, you know. Yeah, it is. Group of five got, uh, got ruined because of Sensi. It's kind of like Gonzaga with basketball. Never going to see him as number one. So. Yeah. So, if you're a group of five, Wyoming, sorry, not making playoffs. Not until at least 20. You got to go 36-0 and 0 in three straight years to even be considered. Yeah. yeah, not, and not that happen, And with how Cincinnati played so poorly, like, you know, Luke Fickle, you know, the, the leader of this yep. team, he got re-signed and he sucked to be with Cincinnati for years to come. But how bad they played in the playoffs, you know, it's going to be – it's gonna be tough, very tough for him to get back in that conversation. Yeah, that's some that's unfortunate for him. It's kind of like that Mel Tucker once he got that what was it ten years, hundred and five million dollar contract. And he got smacked. Yep. Yeah. Karma, karma. What about uh what about the drama in the NFL though with Watson and uh Mister Mister Pokey Urban Meyer? I know this this season did have a lot of drama. Go on between the stuff with Aaron Rodgers and the vaccination status, stuff with Deshaun Watson, Urban Meyer, and now entering the offseason, the stuff with Miami Dolphins owner, you know, and with Brian Flores getting fired, you know, which also shot to him for getting hired by Pittsburgh. I don't know if we, I don't know. Mike Tomlin. Yeah, I don't know if that was on last episode. I don't remember. I don't know if that happened last week. No, it wasn't. I think it was like right after our episode. Yeah, Yeah, probably. 
So, I mean, no, there was a lot this this last season, a lot of drama. And, you know, with the Sean Watson thing, God knows when that's going to end. Yeah. Who knows when that's yeah. going to end? It's going to be a while. A little foreshadowing. Uh, Houston is not going to draft no quarterback this year. They got Dougie Mills. Oh, my God. Mr. Longneck. Dougie Mills. They're going to draft a quarterback late. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. Long put put money on it right now. They're gonna draft. Uh, they're gonna draft the goat Bailey Five Zapp. through seven. They're gonna draft the goat Bailey Zapp. Uh, they're not gonna take them. You know who's gonna take them? Yeah, I already know who. It's on my mock draft. Chicago. Hey, I'll bring Bailey Zapp to Chicago. <laughs> He's the future goat. <laughs> no, it'll probably be Buffalo because we gotta we gotta uh, replace Trash Bisky, You know, which that's also an interesting one. Is where's uh, Trubisky gonna go? So everything that I'm seeing is that Trubisky's actually high on a lot of people's radars, and I'm like, all right, well. I mean, he's he's at you know he'll get the job done to an extent, you know. Sometimes that's all you need. Carolina's the one that I've been seeing. I've been seeing Carolina quite a bit. That'd actually be that'd be solid. That'd be very interesting. You know, that'd be that'd be a fire up a package like it's NBA sign and trade. You sign them, you trade a C Mac. I mean, obviously we we send Carolina like fifteen, seventeen picks, Mm -hmm. probably twenty eight players. Just <laughs> in half the roster over there, right? And Cole Beasley, you know. Uh, who else we got? Mitch Morse. Send everybody. We'll Just to get C Mac. Actually, I'm honestly, man, I'd rather have Barkley. I think Barkley be great fit for you guys. I think it. Will. I think it would too. Yeah, that'd be unfortunate for my my second team, right? Almost. Come on, bro. Coordination. Almost. Boy. There, there you go. go. Yep. There it is. There you go. Right there, you there. Go. there you go. We're yeah. a certified video show now. It was opposite, man. It, <laughs> it threw me off. I couldn't find the camera, doc. Okay. Yeah, it'd uh, be unfortunate. Hey, what about, uh, like, surprise teams, players, disappointing teams and players? How you guys feeling on that? Because I, I would say, obviously, we're talking NFL. I mean, I'd say Cincy was the biggest surprise team. Oh, 100%. 100%. Okay. They, were yeah. the, they were the biggest surprise, uh, at least for me. Uh, but what about players? What about surprise players? And what about you? You guys as surprise teams? Do you guys have any other pit throats that you want to throw out there you besides know, Cincy? This yeah, this team is kind of a mixture between disappointment and like okay, where the fuck did this come from? Indianapolis. Yeah, like they come up, they start off slow, go on a giant run, and then flank out again because of you know Carson Wentz. But you know <laughs> it's like like man, how up and down can this be? Yeah, and that was actually one of mine as well for disappointing. You know, it's just like you have – like they have such a damn good roster. Yeah. They really do, except got to figure out quarterback. But, you know, the weird thing is, though, like Carson didn't really play that bad. You look at his stats. Yeah. He didn't have a bad completion percentage. His player rating wasn't terrible. I think he threw 27 TDs to like seven interceptions. Like – yeah, on paper, it's, you, he didn't play that bad. But then once you start watching some tape, and it's just like, Carson, what are you doing, baby? Yeah. <laughs> you got to calm right. down. What it comes down to is this: the plays that mattered, he either yeah. missed the target or, it, you know, it, he just choked in the plays that mattered the most. And that's when they continue, continuously lost games when it mattered. So, yeah. yeah. Especially that last game for the playoff spot. Like, you can't do that, dude. Right. Man. What about uh, – what about – the Chargers. That's that was a disappointing that one for was me. Yeah. Be one for, for me. Yeah, they were in the, like top three seeds for damn near half yeah. the season. Yep. It's like what the hell happened? And and I don't know about y'all, but I'm a big Justin Herbert fan. I mean, yeah. of course he's from Oregon, but yeah, you know, I'm a big Justin yeah. Herbert fan. Yeah, yeah. 
about uh, what about Carolina and Sam Darnold? The, man, if you look, if you look at our what was the episode two or three, Sam Darnold is back or whatever. Yeah, the the title is Sam Darnold is the guy. Is the guy. <laughs> that, yeah. that is a take and that then, did not age and well. And then like three episodes <laughs> later, we're like, uh, well, we kind of. Jump the gun on that. Fucked that one up, you know. And Robbie then, Anderson. I think kinda. episode nine and ten. When I came on here, we were all about Cam Newton, man. Yeah, and that <laughs> didn't work out either. Train, it might be Mr. Biscuit next year. I don't know. I don't know. In terms of like surprises, like for at least like the NFL, I don't think honestly, in my opinion, I don't think there's any good surprises besides in terms of teams besides yeah. Cincy. There's a lot of bad surprises though, like the Saints. Yeah, I mean, I, I would even say the Cowboys are uh, are bad surprise like i was about i feel like they were average all year long i really do like that's my yeah. opinion and you know I, I i to me i expected more out of the cowboys this year just like i expected more out of the Chargers this year more out of the seahawks this year what the hell happened there i mean this is one of the worst seahawks records they had in in pete carroll's tenure i mean it's just yeah. like what happened what about what about miami oh man that's Going a lot on that massive run i know just for nothing that was definitely a surprise but I mean, yeah, their run was a massive win, surprise. Win the last nine, ten games of the year, it's yeah. massive. Right. What about just players? How you guys feeling? Any players surprises or uh, disappointments? Obviously, obviously, we must have to talk about I know. James Conner. Oh, okay. That's, that's a hell of a surprise. Him and uh, who's that? Who's uh? It's also a JC. Who is it? Uh, uh I wonder who. Mm. JC Jackson. He did pretty good. Oh, uh, yeah, know? yeah. Mm. You know? I mean, I ain't gonna chase, you know. Anybody, uh, yeah. Anybody named Jamar over yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Jamar Chase. That. Yeah, Man. yeah. I know. I know. Look, I, I, look. To uh, to this day, I will defend my take. The signs were there, man. It was. The signs were there. The, the I mean, white outline on the football look, wasn't though. He was playing terrible, dropping balls all throughout the preseason. Then I then I saw the off the field drama yeah. where like his girlfriend posted a picture, or whatever, she, you know, claiming that he was beating her while she's pregnant. All the signs were there that he was going to be a bust. So I defend my original take. He was out there cooking something without us knowing. Yep. What about you know, uh, about Kirk Cousins? What about Cooper Cup? Hello. Well, I mean, Pretty mm-hmm. Boy's been there for about five years for me. I mean, yeah, but I mean, I will say his his massive breakout season, like to an extent, it's a surprise. But without Robert Woods, that's that's also true. To me, yeah. to me, it is a surprise. I necessarily haven't been following him as closely as some people like. I, I know. Yeah, we, we've heard him for a couple of years. Yeah, Nick, so like, yeah. you know, <laughs> pretty boy ain't. I'm gonna put Roger on the bench because you're too pretty. You know, so you know he, you know he was doing good, and in my eyes, like he was being a good NFL receiver. Yeah, and then he comes out and possibly has one of the greatest seasons in all of time. Yeah, so that's that's a surprise to me. And then honestly, Kyler Murray, like, what the fuck have you been doing? Yeah, what happened? Like he he played, he was on an MVP level and then kind of schmucked. Yeah. And then really a sleeper pick is Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Like his stats were ridiculous. I think we went over it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, we did. I mean, his stats are like like because you know we, when we went over it, it's because I was defending Kurt. Where it's yeah. just like you know, hey, I think he could be the guy. You know, it's just like let's keep building around him, whatever. But I, I mean, his stats are great in my opinion. I mean, his stats have been good. You know. Yeah. The, the more I look at their team, they're fucking stacked on offense. Right? Dalvin Cook, you got two stars receivers. Yeah, decent line. Decent line. Who's their tight end? That might be the issue. 
I don't think they have like a star or anything right it now. It used to be Kyle Rudolph. For yeah, like and then half he of a year, and then he went to the Giants. Yeah, um, I, Irv Smith maybe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's not a he's not a star. No, but I don't know. I mean, I personally, when it comes to the the Viking, you know, the Viking situation, I think it really is. It came down to uh, coaching staff. I really do. Yeah, you know, I, I felt like this entire time that Mike Zimmer was just like a, such a mid tier sort of coach. So I feel like getting Kevin O'Connell, I feel like could be like the right thing to see the Vikings take it to the next level. You know what I mean? Like, if the Vikings really take it to the next level this year and compete with Green Bay for the NFC uh, North title, this is assuming Aaron Rodgers comes back to Green Bay and they keep the band together, whatever. And Chicago don't go on a run. Also true. Then I think the Vikings could legitimately put up a fucking fight for that NFC North crown. I agree. Um, I mean, I'm I'm okay. I was planning on doing you know, way too early picks, uh, you know, in the next couple of weeks. Um, you know, for p- teams that didn't make the playoffs into the playoffs yeah. and so on and so forth. Min- Minnesota is definitely a, a top three team for me of way too early picks that can surprise some people. Yep. Not only get um, not only get into the playoffs, but possibly home field advantage, in my yep. opinion. Yeah, because you got to also think not only – like we're only shouting out the defense, but you got to think they also have a great – you know, I mean, a good, they're shouting out the offense. They got a good defense going for them too. Yep. You know, you get some more pieces on that defense, bro, and you're cooking. I mean, they already they have uh, Harrison Smith already as it is, yeah. and, and pa- Patrick P. Yeah, Patrick P. If they resign him, I don't know if they're going to resign him. Uh, and then um, I'm drawing a blank on like their their stud linebacker who almost Kendricks. left. Yeah, is it Kendricks? Uh, maybe not. Anthony Barr. Anthony Barr. Yeah, Anthony yeah. Barr. UCLA. Yeah, Anthony Barr, stud linebacker. You know, you got Harrison Smith. You know, arguably one of the best safeties in the NFL, if not the best safety. You know, I mean, you, you've got a team there, like, legit. You know, I feel like you get the right coaching staff in place with Kevin O'Connell and, he, you know, with the, the coordinators. I feel like that team could literally, literally go on a massive run. Oh, yeah. Um, now, you know, here's one that I'm just curious you boys' thoughts on. Like, are you, dis, are you disappointed with how this team performed or you're just like, eh, it's that team? How do you guys feel about how the Browns did this year? Cause, you know, they just got into the playoffs the year before. You know, I felt like there was a little bit of a surge of life and then just completely laid an egg this year. You know, I, I think I'm going to go disappointment. Just because, honestly, they, they, like you said, they were playing some of the best ball possible last year. I mean, they were looking great. And then, you know, with the acquisition of Odell and then leading into this year, like, we're like, okay, maybe Cleveland can do something. And then it's just. Then drama happened with Odell. Yeah. So apparently he likes to get pooped on, but that's a different story. I'll talk about it later. <laughs> yeah. I think this for another show. Let's, let's <laughs> I, I dare you to bring that one up in one of your other podcasts. Okay. They're just going to sit there like, what? what? Yeah, they're not sports guys. So. Like, who is Odell? Yeah, exactly. Zach, Zach's going to be like, okay. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, just, you just did Zach perfectly in this situation. <laughs> but no, I think Cleveland's definitely a disappointment. I mean, I, they recovered. I mean, I don't know. I forgot what their final record was. but like nine and eight. Yeah, eight so, I mean, they're right where, you know. Right where you thought they would be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then again, I still think they, cause they kind of played down to what it should have been. Like, as someone who, follow, who follows the Browns and supports the Browns, like I want to say I'm disappointed at the same time because I follow them. I'm just like, yeah, it's just the Browns. Like, there's a part of me that's not surprised, but there's a part of me that is surprised. You know what I mean? Because I feel, I feel like they could have built on the momentum from last year, but then again, it's just like, ah, well, it's the Browns. <laughs> see, see, my take is they're like Auburn and Gus Malzahn. They do enough 
to stick around, but they don't do enough to stay around. You know, is, mm-hmm. does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Like Baker is doing enough to where they're like, damn, he's going to be the face of the franchise. But then you're like, but he's not really going to get us anywhere. You know, they're just stuck. They're stuck, and they don't. I would also say do. like Texas A&M spent thirty yeah. million dollars to go eight and four. I mean, it's you tough. Got, you got to think. You got to think, Jimbo. <laughs> it's real tough, bro. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Damn my boy. Hey, that's that's unfortunate. Spending thirty million dollars on an nil nil deals to possibly bring in the best class ever. <laughs> yeah, best class of all time. Just to go eight and four. I mean, that's kind of like Clemson with Dabo with this quarterback class, and you got DJ Uwe Ungalea. I don't know. If, I still don't know how to say his name. Hey, that's better than I would have tried. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is definitely a lot better than what any probably either one of us could have named. But. Hey, that that team right there. Let's talk about surprises in college. That team right there surprised the hell out of me about just being so garbage and mid tier, and then coming out of nowhere ten and three. They finished ten and three, dude. Well, at the beginning of the year, we're like. Damn, Clemson, they're done. They're, they're dead. This they're is dead. It. Dead. And then they just disappear, and then they come out of the damn bowl games, and they're 10-3. and three. Like, how? Like that Dabo pulled it together, man. Did DJ even do anything? <laughs> Nothing flashy, no. Because <laughs> I know, like, for, like, the first five games, he had, like, one touchdown, like, four and five zeros. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to have to look his damn stats up or something, man, because he came out of nowhere and just – the team just started winning. It's kind of like Arkansas, though. It's because they get that weak ass ACC schedule. That's true. Uh, did they beat fucking Florida State? I have no idea. Yeah, probably. They were 10 and 3. Probably. <laughs> I think I picked Florida, Florida State. State's I, trash. I think I picked them. Fuck to beat Florida Clemson. State. Fucking Florida State. FFS. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, they, they finished 14th, ranked 14th. Clemson? Clemson did. Man, that's Bro. that is that's wild to me because they did start off the year just so like, garbage. Like, how did that even happen? Man, he finished with nine touchdowns and ten interceptions. You know, I was hoping to God that <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I, as as much as I really liked playing Penn State in the bowl game, I was really wanting Clemson. I really wanted anybody but Arkansas. Just because I knew we would Then not you have, get Arkansas, and then you dodge all the lead-up for cause, it. Because I knew we didn't have nobody, and I knew it it would create a lot of fucking heat for me. It, yeah. Because I live in Arkansas, and then now i got to listen to everybody talk about 1-0 against Penn State all the time. I'm like, motherfucker, it's a ball game. It don't count. To me, it don't count. Ball it game. counts. It ball counts. games don't count. It counts. It definitely counts. I'm not a fan of either team, and I'm telling you it counts. It don't count. It counts. It definitely it don't counts. Count. Guess it, what? You know, look up Penn State versus Miami's. Hold on, Hawaii. I want I want to stop you real quick. I want to point something out. You're sitting here trying to make an argument that a bowl game doesn't count, but meanwhile, you're still trying to make the same fucking argument that you actually have a rivalry with fucking Temple. Let's fucking pump your brakes a little That's bit. That's not that, a bowl game, Doc. It's not a bowl game, but you're but you uh, see my point. You're trying to make like an argument for something that makes zero sense, and then you're over here trying to make another argument for something that makes zero sense. It counts. Uh, it's, it's on the record. It's in the record books. It counts. <laughs> It's the same state, man. Make make it happen. It's like it's like Miami and Florida. No, I'm not gonna say it's like Miami and FAU. FIU. It ain't FIU in Miami. Yeah. yeah. FIU FIU's in Miami, yeah. Y'all always trying to fight each other. That was one time. Hey, that was <laughs> <laughs> That was one time. And that was a big time. 
I'm gonna and, like if you if you've never watched that video, just look it up. This shit got wild. The shit did get wild. I definitely recommend looking. Have you into seen that, that Shane? F- yeah, I dude, look into it. Miami and FIU a few dude. years back. This shit got wild, Bro. like a legit like <laughs> brawl on the field, dude. It was intense, and there was a commentator, uh, you know, for that game who played at Miami at one point, and he was like super pro this fight and like super pro like oh yeah you don't fuck with the boys in miami whatever then he got kicked off and he never just, did again. i'm gonna just show you a picture and that shit got crunk dude was throwing helmets and stuff dude it's dude wild. was trying to miles garrett yeah motherfuckers man 100 percent, multiple you know just for the just for the one one and oh statement i may get a red razorback shirt that has a razorback above it it says one oh and then a penn state logo on the bottom there you go kicking Dude, that, that 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 was that was an intense fight. Motherfuckers out here playing FIBA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard that. I heard that Penn State comment. By the way, I'm gonna give me one. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of a sport. Wrestling. Penn State's pretty good, man. <laughs> hey, Penn State's a pretty solid wrestling school. Man, the random stats you throw out about other sports is baffling to me. Well, Javad might be listening. So, and I know he's a big Iowa guy, Iowa State wrestling because he's. Uh, Turkish, Iranian, or whatever. He's Turkish, but he but he follows Iran wrestling like a lot. So, which is the most odd thing, but I mean, I understand it. Which I mean, Penn State and Iowa are one and two. They kind of just flip flop into wrestling throughout the year. So I think Penn State. Which still Javad, if you're listening to this, what's up, my guy? Um, buy me two K so I can play. <laughs> uh, Javad, if you're listening, buy a damn Xbox. I'll, I'll pay uh, you back three hundred dollars. I'll man. pay you back. I'll pay you back. Thailand's got to be playing. Got to be paying you, man, to play basketball. I swear, and win some MVPs. Dude over there putting up some heat, cooking out there, man. Looking like Luca. Uh, let's talk about disappointing teams in the NCAA. You got any? My Check main one. My main one was probably going to be Clemson. Uh, that was going to be my you know main one, honestly. It's a disappointing and a surprise, though. It is, yeah. It's because they're so disappointing that it surprised you that they finished ten and three, yeah. and ranked fourteenth. Pretty mine, crazy that it's ten and three. And mine, uh, mine came out the gate with Iowa State. I thought they was going to going to run the uh, Big Twelve. True. They finished five and seven with Brock Purdy, Baylor, and Brees Hall. Baylor, ba- Baylor is not a disappointment, but like Baylor is a surprise. Like what the fuck. Well, they also have Rob Solis, the coach. True. But uh, Carolina was pretty disappointing. Obviously, North Carolina. Yeah, North North Carolina. North Carolina was a disappointment with Sam Howell leading the charge this year. And then uh, if you want to look at my paper, I'll put uh, Penn State as disappointing because we was number th- three or four in the nation and just decided we was going to Ryan Fitz magic, turning into Fitz tragic. Same thing with uh, Iowa as well. Dude, they, got, they got number two. Yeah. And just dropped a Michigan State. That's a disappointment there. I was riding that Michigan State team, bro. After after they beat the shit out of us, I was just like, all right, I'm on board with this team right now. Like I, I see something. I see some problems in this squad, and I yeah. still do. Yeah. But yeah, disappointment there. And uh, Michigan was pretty 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 surprising disappointing. I don't really know. Georgia just slacked. Everybody. Another another set of disappointment is just the entire Pac-12. Just and the entire Pac-12 <laughs> and Florida. No, have you seen have you seen the drama with the Arizona quarterback, Jalen Daniels Maybe. or something oh, like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. The teammates cleared his locker out because he was thinking about transferring. Yep, that's why they didn't uh, go after uh, Rattler. Yeah, Rattler. It's because uh, 
Yeah, they had him, and apparently I saw the the headline where it's like him and uh, Herm Edwards had a pretty good conversation about the future, and now he's looking to transfer. And now it's just like, well, Herm Edwards' time as coach is probably going to be done. Yeah, that's a which is tough. I like, dude. Yeah, yeah that's tough because you had the chance to get Rattler, bring him back home. He's from Arizona. You stick with uh, Daniels, and now Daniels is like, I eat deuces. And then he's, teammates kind of caught wind of that and said, Nah, we got your first dog. Yep, here's all your shit. It's on the. The front yard, you know. <laughs> Ex-girlfriend type get, shit. Get your damn no balances out. Go cut your grass and pick your shit up. <laughs> uh, let's hop over to uh, biggest off-season storylines for the NFL. Uh, you know, every off-season, there's always going to be main storylines to follow all off-season long, as well as, uh, you know, every NFL team's, like, biggest cause concern. But let's just start with the storylines. What do you guys think is going to be the biggest storylines Coming this offseason for me, and I feel like you guys are probably going to agree. I got three off the top of my head. I got the Kyler, I got the Kyler Murray situation, of course, especially after his agent put out that statement, essentially saying he just wants to get paid for everyone that did not read it. Because I guarantee no one read it because it was kind of tough to read on your phone. It was tough for me to read on my phone. Which also, fun fact, that agent also represents Cliff Kingsbury. So I'm just saying that agent's you know bringing the heat to Arizona. Obviously, everything with Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers is going to retire, remain with the Packers, or get move move elsewhere, and then also. Miami, I mean, is is that going to be proven true and is the owner going to be stripped of the team? You know, I feel like those are going to be the three biggest storylines for this offseason. But what about you boys? I got a fourth one, dog. What did you got? Uh, the overtime rule, finally. Finally, you think they're finally going to get it addressed? I, I think they are. I feel like there's a lot of heat on them right now because of it. Huh. It just might be because I'm a Bills fan, but, you know. Yeah, it's still salty. I – it's not going to change you, the past. You haven't, you haven't gotten over it yet? It's not going to change the past. <laughs> but it, it's, it's, he's struggling. It's not, it's not going to change the future. He's, in like, he's got like PTSD right now. Hey, 13 seconds. That's all it took for Kansas City to lose. I mean, that's true. Well, I mean, it took a little bit longer, but yeah, yeah. Patty decided he yeah, didn't want yeah, yeah. to be a top five quarterback anymore. You know? Right, right. Um, what, what what are you boys' thoughts about just biggest storylines across the entire league? You know, you guys kind of on the same page with me with Kyler, Aaron, and the Dolphins, or what so else are you feeling? My top three would be, right now, would be Kyler, of course. I really want to see what that situation is, because as much as drama as he's caused, I still don't see them moving away from him. Yeah, I don't either. Me, personally. Um, and then I'll put this number two, and it actually hasn't mentioned – I'm still trying to see what free agency is like and seeing if Pete Carroll and Russell are going to split. I was oh, yeah, just they, thinking about Russell. I was like, ah, I need to plug that once he's yeah, done talking. Yeah, they they both out the door, in my opinion. Really? Yeah. You think it's done? Dunzo. Dunzo. Mm, okay. Dunzo. He's going. Russ is going to probably Carolina. Mm, I don't know about that one. Or Tampa. I think, he's, I think he wants to go to New Orleans. No. Nah. That's a, that's a lot of. I mean, I no, think I, famous James staying in New Orleans. I, I think he could. I think he would want to go down to New Orleans, but that's a big cap issue to fix. I think New York is a legit possibility since but they got again, the they got the draft picks. Then again, Carolina yeah. does make sense. He he is a North Carolina guy. Yep. I mean, Green Bay too. You know, he played in Wisconsin. Right. True. Tampa just who's Tampa going to get though? That's, that's what I want to see. That's one of the big questions. Yeah. Are they going to stick with Trask? I think I think they will honestly stick with Trask. So they got their. I think their I, I don't. Trash. I don't think they're going to draft anybody this year. I think they may try to make a, an acquisition towards Aaron Rodgers, but I think they're going to stick with Trask and see what comes up next year. Yeah, 
Who's Denver going to get if they don't get uh, Rodgers? We'll draft. We'll draft? Who? Don't know. What pick are you guys getting? Nine? Nine. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, nine. Again. We're not going to be drafting in the first round, but we'll definitely draft a quarterback. Yeah, because I was about to say, whoever y'all didn't take, obviously Washington would take, because they're going to take either Pickett or Carroll. That's just my opinion, though. Yeah. Well, well, since we're chatting about this, do we want to go ahead and get into all 32 teams, what their biggest focus should be? I'm done. All right, you guys sure. want to use music for it? Now, do you want to help no, this? Do you want to help this, and while we go through it, announce what our picks are for the for our version one mock draft for people that haven't seen it? Damn. I feel, I feel like that would be a lot of double tasking. You're right. Yeah. Try to not hop, coming back. What? The Buffalo. I figured not. I figured it'd be a free agent. Unrealistic is what Sean McNair. All right, we'll hit the music. We'll kind of we'll, we'll just kind of run through these teams. We'll go division by division. Uh, so let's go ahead and get things started. We'll kick things off with the NFC North. Green Bay Packers. What is the Green Bay Packers' biggest cause of concern or focus this offseason? Obviously, I think the answer is clear. Figure losing out your top two players. Yeah, losing your top two players. You know, you know, Probably. are you going to be able to keep them? And if you are, are you going to be able to fix cap issues? And if you can't, what's going to be what's going to happen from there? What's your boys' thoughts? Possibly they could really lose three of the top four from offense, right? Because they can lose. Is it that Chenault, Alt, whatever his name is? No, he plays in Jacksonville. I mean, what is that other? What is that other? Oh, MVS. Yeah. 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 MVS could be leaving too. Yeah. yeah. So only one that would be left would would be Aaron Jones. Yeah, because he signed. He's already signed. Yeah, he signed. Yeah, you're right. Okay, what about the Chicago Bears? As the residential Bears fan, uh, the answer is pretty straightforward to me, and it's just building that offense. We already have a good defense in yeah. place. The only thing on defense that needs to be addressed is the secondary. But uh, and, and you also kind of figure out some front seven, you know, figure out what we're going to do with Akeem Hicks and stuff. But we got to build around Justin. Get yeah. it, get some more, get it, get some more linemen in there. We need another receiver because I, I don't think Allen Robinson's coming back. So we got to get someone else in there. We got to get someone else in there, but that, that's my opinion for the Bears. Yeah, I was thinking as far as the Bears, you've got to come up with an offensive scheme to fit Justin Fields. That's the biggest one. Yep, players you can get, but if you don't fix it, fix your offensive scheme, it's not going to matter. Oh yeah. What about the Detroit Lions? How you guys feeling on that one? What is their biggest focus or cause concern this off season? See, I would say drink more coffee, but that would be wrong. <laughs> Dude's they, always wired. <laughs> they need to fix their, their defense, though. Like, defensive backs, linebackers. They yeah. just, their offense on paper looks pretty good. Obviously, they're going to take a quarterback because golf ain't going to get you that far. This ain't the Rams now. But, uh, yeah, I think defense, defense, they just need to go heavy on. Honestly, I, you know, I could very well see Detroit doing the same thing next year and just playing awful. I don't. I think there's a lot of stuff you got to do to yeah. fix Detroit. In my opinion, you know, I, I will say the secondary is one that I feel like they should address pretty quickly. But for me personally, I would say they need to find a legitimate number one wide receiver. Uh, that's the that's one of the first things I feel like they need to do because they do not have a legitimate number one. Traylon Burks. That could be a you know ah uh, well I mean they, I don't know. that's the you know, they have would number fit number they them? have number two picks I don't think they'd go that high what for a receiver. Yeah, that's true. Trade thirty two whatever. Yeah, they picked up thirty two. Yeah. Right? But yeah, I, I think they need to get a legitimate number one wide receiver. I really do. Cause I, I, I personally feel like Jared Goff played fine down the stretch. Yeah. I, I really do. I mean, he's a former Pro Bowler. You know, he helped lead a team to a Super Bowl. I feel like he can do it. But it's just, can you really blame Jared Goff? I mean, look at how bad that team is. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like you know, you get a legitimate number one, and then also address secondary. What about Minnesota? Honestly, not much. 
I, I think the biggest thing is, like I said, is coaching, and we would we've already went over this. That yeah. team is prime for an explosion. We very well could see like a uh, is a twenty sixteen Broncos team. Yeah, like it could be dangerous. I feel like the main thing is is really making sure that you build your scheme and build everything around to Kirk Cousins because at this you know when it comes to Kirk Cousins like it's the same realm as Baker Mayfield not in terms of skill set or anything but it's just like if you go if you get rid of Kurt and you move on who are you going to get you know what I mean because this is not the offseason to be needing a quarterback so I would say making sure that you build around Kirk is yeah, the I biggest agree. thing with yeah. the new coaching staff. Uh, let's go over to the NFC West with the Super Bowl champion Rams. What what is their biggest cause concern? Making uh, sure they keep that team together. Can be tough. My thing is they put it all they put all their baskets in one year. Yep. What you gonna do after that one year? Yeah, they're gonna have I mean, some serious well, cap issues. A lot to of fight. people I know Donald's come out and said it, said that hey, if we get the, the core of this team back, I'm willing to take less. I'm really re- I'm willing to restructure my contract. And not retire. Odell yeah. Beckham even said that he would take a very cheap contract to stay with the stay with LA. Yeah. So the Rams. I think there's potential there of bringing that core back, and if they do, that's what they need to do. They don't have any holes, in my opinion. They'll be getting Robert Woods back next year. That's true. Cam Akers. That's um, also true. You know, possibility. I think the weakest point on offense is Cam Akers. Um, I think they probably need to fill maybe maybe draft. draft they can't afford back. they can't afford to go out and get anyone. They got, <laughs> they got Henderson to back them up. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they got decent running backs. I mean, it's, you know, it's definitely not the worst in the NFL. Who's that tight end? Yes, yes. <laughs> they might need a tight end. Yeah. I don't know. Every, Sta- Stafford Stafford likes his tight ends. Is it ever? I, I would say for me, the Rams is number one. You got to figure out the cap issues. Uh, figure Hickey. that out. It's Hickey. Uh But then the number two thing that I would say, and this could be number one depending on what he does because it ha- he hasn't come out yet, but I imagine he probably will. If Andrew Whitworth retires, you need to find a replacement for him immediately. Yeah. That needs to be your top priority. Yeah. They need to go, well, cap problems. but Yeah, cap I mean, problems, obviously, yeah. Armstrong. Is, yeah. is it Armstrong? Taron Armstrong. Yeah. yeah. Armstead. Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, sorry. Yeah, fast motherfucker, man. Yeah, but he no, is. he, um, but no, you're right. Whitworth, Whitworth will retire. I, I'm convinced he is. I he, mean, I'd be shocked I mean, if he did. I mean, I'll, did he not already retire? I, th- I thought he did. Yeah. I haven't seen anything. Because before he did. the game, he's like, man, well, I'm the oldest uh, player in the NFL for now. Yeah. Right. I mean, what about San Fran, the team that almost made it to Super Bowl? What is going to be their biggest focus? Uh, figuring out Jimmy G situation. I agree. Yeah. Figuring out if you're gonna if you're gonna run with Jimmy still or if, like if said, it's Trey Lance's time. If you if you stick Jimmy G in there and he plays consistently and doesn't get hurt, that team's NFC Championship, yeah. you know, type team. Yeah. So, you know, especially with Debo playing that wide back position, I mean, you know, I guess you probably could try to find an actual running back to where you can move Debo around. Um, Elijah Mitchell was pretty solid this year. Yeah, but they didn't. I mean, at one point they were bringing running backs off of the streets. Well, they were yeah. asking people in the stadium, "Hey, come play running back for us. Can you hold on the ball? Come on down." Yeah, it's like the Baltimore situation. Hey, <laughs> shit, uh, isn't that the truth? Baltimore really got screwed at the running back position. Hey, they're gonna be solid next year, though. Yeah. Um, next up, Arizona and Seattle. I feel like the answers are clear. Kyler Murray situation, figure that out. Russell Wilson, figure it out. I feel like we can and all agree to that, right? I think it kind of adds on with Seattle, though. you got to figure out with Pete Carroll. Because I honestly don't see Pete Carroll staying in Seattle yeah. if Russ is gone. 
Now, if Russ leaves like this year, Pete will stay for this year. But next year, I would I would consider Pete gone. Like Pete's I not going to up and leave, you know, if Russ gets traded. But I agree. next season, I would think Pete may retire. Legit. Who's their backup up there? Geno Smith it is. Was it? Isn't it Geno? I thought it was. It was Geno. Okay. Yeah. You know. All right, let's jump over to the NFC South. This one is actually a, a kind of – this is a very interesting division because three, maybe four of these teams, all in my opinion, share the same key problem, and that's finding a quarterback. Let's yep. start with Tampa Bay. Obvious answer, find a quarterback, right? Yep. Determine who's going to be the guy if Tom's not there. And sign the people that you have back. Yep, figure that situation Th- out. Throw some money at Jimmy G and uh, San Fran. Yep. And then Carolina – and- Hold on real quick. I apologize. No, you're good. You're Isn't good. that real shitty – Tom yeah. uh, Jimmy G backs up Tom Brady in New England for however many years. <laughs> Gets traded because of Tom Brady is playing so well, and then Tom Brady retires. And I'm like, okay, let's bring him again. It's like, Fuck, <laughs> dude, can't get away. Man, facts. So what about and then Carolina, New Orleans? I feel like well, New Orleans, their number one issue above is anything cap. else is cap. They're like negative eighty something million. Yeah. But I mean, both teams share the same main issue. Who's going to be your guy? I think regardless with Carolina of whoever's playing quarterback there, Donald. Um, Cam Newton, Trubisky, Russell Wilson, or somebody they, they may draft or pick up through free agency. Regardless, they need to figure out that offensive line. Yeah. Yeah. Whether that's bringing people in, switching people out, drafting, I don't care. I would like to see them go heavy in the draft. Maybe like three out of the first five rounds draft offensive linemen and see where it goes. See, I was going to take a different take with that one. I would, well, uh, it would be the same, kind of the same take. I would try and get some picks. And try and get some linemen for C Mac. Like trade C Mac for some picks and some linemen. I don't know. I think C Mac is that quarterback of the team. That's who they're wanting to keep. And if you can get a decent line, then, I mean, C Mac doesn't need much room to go off for 300 a game. That's got to be healthy, you know. True. That's also that true. That is true. Dude's got to stay healthy. This year, definitely hurting. Yeah. But not staying healthy. But that's my top and two for them. Yeah. And what about Atlanta? For me, I feel like the main thing for Atlanta is this. You need to figure out, and you need to figure out fucking soon, before the draft and free agency starts, if you are here to compete or rebuild. That is what you need to figure out because that's going to also affect what you're going to be trying to do with Matt Ryan going forward and how you will approach the draft. And obviously the Calvin Ridley thing, you know, that's also going to be a main focus. Trade them. You know, trade them, you know, get another receiver. But I would say, honest to God, figure out if you are here to begin the rebuild and, like, draft a quarterback or if you are here to compete. That is Atlanta's top focus is figuring out what you're going to do. You know, for I've always liked Matt Ryan. For his his sake, I hope they try and make a push. I do too. You know, something like what? But, you know, the Rams did. You know, they not bring a quarterback in, but you have the guy. He's proven a guy. I mean, we, we talked about his stats two weeks ago. Get Go all in on pieces to get. Just, yep. just, just make just, one run at it. Just make yep. one run at it. I don't give a shit if you go into hard cap or not. Send everybody. Just end up like the damn Saints, man. Just, go, yep. just bring it all the, in and just. Fucking Leroy we'll, Jenkins. We'll, hey, <laughs> Leroy we'll, we'll, Jenkins. Hey, we'll worry about money later, man. You know, cap goes up. Yeah. You know, Matt Ryan is one of those guys that I am a very silent fan of because, like, for me, I hold a little bit of, like, uh, like a sentimental value to it because, like, that was around – when he entered the league, like, that draft with Darren McFadden and all those, that was the first draft for me that I actually really focused yeah. on where I really got into football. So it's yeah. it's just been kind of sentimental to me that I've gotten to yeah. fully watch Matt's, Matt Ryan's career yeah. come to where it is now. Yeah, I remember that back in uh, junior high. 
Yep. Which is yep. crazy. I, I guess I was young and didn't really pay attention, but I didn't realize Darren McFadden went, like, at number five overall. Yep. yep. Four, yep. four or five. Yeah. yeah. Uh, NFC East. We'll kick things off with Dallas Cowboys. What do you guys think their biggest focus should Figure be? Figure out fucking play calling. That's true. Uh, yeah. yeah. That uh, Gallup, he's gone. Cooper might be gone. Yeah, you got to figure out what to do with some cap issues there because yeah. Cooper could go with that. Uh, Actually, I, I'll change mine. Ezekiel Elliott, figure what the fuck to do with him. Yeah, their offensive line, you, you praised them for so many years by drafting and building that line. Now that line is hot fucking garbage. Now you just got to figure that out again. You yeah. Know? I, I, I asked our residential uh, cowboy dick rider, Mr. Brady Dyer, his opinion on that. And he his main thing is he said fix the offensive line. Yeah. Which is really fucking wild to me because seven, ten years ago, boy, the offensive line, best in the league. Great. Best Great. in the league. And for so many Because you years. had Frederick, you had Martin, and then you had Smith when Smith was in his prime. Tyler and now, Smith. now Smith's kind of declining a bit. Still very viable yeah. left tackle, but he's not what he was a few years ago. Martin is still a beast. Oh, yeah. And then they never really replaced Travis Frederick when he retired. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Connor Williams was decent, but I mean, but still, you got to give them props. They maintained a good line for fucking eight years. Yeah, yeah. got to so. pay the respects there. Yep. What about Philadelphia? What should be their main focus? I think it's kind of similar to Chicago. Find an offense that can fit right for Jalen Hurts. That or move on. Uh, is Gardner under contract still? Yeah, he's a free agent. He's, uh, he's still he's under contract, but man, they need to trade him, get a little. Because I think Gardner can be a starter in this league. I agree. I 100. Yeah. percent This dude needs to be a starter in this league. I mean, Tampa needs a quarterback. I would love that. I, mean, yeah. I think that that actually be a really good fit. He would hey. be he would be electric down in Tampa. Hey. Send him up to Seattle. You know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. For me, I think it's uh, finding um, another wide receiver. I mean, Jalen, Jalen's, Jalen sucks. Jalen Rieger, he stinks. I don't think he I really stinks, but I definitely think he's not living up to the hype that he was. Yeah. I mean, you got Devontae, which could show a lot of potential and a lot of promise. I mean, yeah. Devontae, I feel like, honestly, was a surprise this past season, in my opinion. I didn't expect him to play as well as he did. You know, he didn't play to the level of, obviously, Chase or Waddle. But, you know, Devontae played very well under the circumstances. Yeah. I, you know, you get another, you get a number two wide receiver in there. They need I feel a, like they got to draft a receiver with one of their three first rounders. They need a big body receiver like Burks, like London. Get London. Get Drake London, baby, out of USC. That would be solid. Uh, that's also like the Atlanta. Atlanta needs a big body receiver. Right. Because you got Patterson over there. And I'll, I'll say this wants. up front. If it wasn't for Drake London with the injury issues that derailed his season, I'm going to say it up front. This dude would 100% be the number one receiver in this draft. No, yep. no cap, 100. Yep. percent This dude was like, you go look at his stats and see how many games he played before he got hurt. This man was popping off for USC. Yep. He was putting up unbelievable stats, and I think it was only eight games is all he played. And he put up stats that you would see in a 16 game regular season for the NFL. I mean, this dude was popping. Like, I think Drake London's, you know, as long as he comes back fully healthy, he could be a stud and could be a potential draft pick for Philly. Uh, what about the Giants? What about your number two team, Tyler? What are the, what should the Giants really focus on? Is it going to be offensive line? Is it going to be figuring out if Danny Dimes is the guy? What is it? Uh, uh, Danny Dimes line, but most importantly, Barkley. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. I was going to say offensive line and then figure out what we want to do with Barkley. I, I say figure out Barkley, then the line. Because if you ain't got Barkley... Tank again. I mean, yep. tank again. <laughs> tank again. Somebody, uh, somebody next year is gonna be there. You know, but yeah, figure out Barkley. Figure out that line. 
maybe keep Danny Dimes because you got Dave Wall now. I think I think Danny Dimes is the guy. You yeah. know, I think he has potential. He has talent. He just needs a proper coaching and consi- consistent receivers to get to where he needs to be. What receivers they got? Tony and uh, Galladay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Galladay didn't get a single uh, touchdown last year. Or Tony. Tony had like forty points in fantasy one week. Didn't one week alone. Yep. Yeah. Like they got to figure something out. With that same with uh, Ingram, Evan Ingram. Yep. But you know, I think they're gonna go offensive line, maybe offensive line again, maybe defensive line. All depends on Thibodeau, pretty much. I think they'll probably they'll probably switch it up. They'll probably go offense, defense, offense. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But because um, that that defensive line, that front seven definitely needs some work as well. Yeah. I feel like offensive line should be the first thing they should focus on. But I, then again, I'm just a big believer in building in the trenches. Same. Which, I mean, I agree. I mean, we, no. we've, we've spoken to this both. We've beaten our head against the wall about this. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it never worked for Buffalo, so fuck the offensive line. Let's go defensive line. I mean, line. you either, in, in this league, you either build in the trenches, so you build your offensive line, build your front seven, or you, you just focus, speed. you just go off speed, focus on your skill players, like and they'll spread everything, they'll spread everything yep. out. You take that Cincinnati approach, you worry about it later. Yep. You know, you got your quarterback for 14 years or you got him for seven years. And you got a Super Bowl hope. Okay. That's, yep. You, you got to figure that out, you know. All right. Last in the C team, the Washington Commanders. The quarterback. I, yeah. You got you got to find a franchise Kenny quarterback Pickett. for the new franchise branding. Yeah. I think I think right now their guy, I'm, I'm hearing reports that their guy is probably going to be Malik. Malik, yeah. Um, I would like to see Corral there instead, in my personal opinion. But... Honestly, they've got all the pieces. They they have consistent receiver Solid play. Yeah. They have they have a number one guy. They've had consistent running back play, not the greatest, but they've had consistent. They have a decent offensive line, and also the tie-in with your running back play. Keep in mind, Antonio Gibson's was like a rookie or like a two-year pro. I mean, so young, top yeah. you know, yeah. room to grow. And then you know they they don't they, that defense played great towards yeah. the end of the year. Yeah. Figure out what you want to do with quarterback, and get it going. Thanks. Jumping over to the AFC, we'll start with AFC North. Cleveland, biggest focus. Baker. Figure out the drama. Not even not even Baker. Figure out what the fucking drama is, because that's definitely what affected them. They have all the pieces. Like, you, you, you watch them on, you know, a half of a quarter, a quarter in a game, you're like, this team's fucking good. Yeah, a couple drives, you, you're like, And then you'll go, you'll go take a piss, go get you something to eat, come <laughs> back, and you're like, this is the worst team in the NFL. It's like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> so, figure that shit out. Yeah, they got they got too much drama up in there. I'll just say blow everything up. Whoa, whoa, okay, let's hold let's pump the brakes on that. I don't, I don't think you need to blow it up. You're not going nowhere. Because me me and Alex spoke about this when, you know, you had your COVID, your hiatus. You know, and this is a big thing oh, with yeah. a lot of people. If you move on from Baker, who the fuck are you gonna get? Exactly. Hey. And he's uh, it's time for a contract for him too. That's the big thing. Yeah. Get back to tanking. You know. Cleveland's not gonna settle for that. Cleveland, well, there, there would be a riot in Cleveland. When you take Brady Quinn in the first round, you fucked your franchise. You know, I feel like the franchise was fucked well before that, but it's a different conversation. But you know, Mel Copper, he was a he was a big believer in uh, Brady Quinn. He's also a big believer in Jimmy Clausen. We'll see how that turned out. Waiting for you to retire, Mel Copper. Waiting on that still. Fucking 
clown. Who the hell is Mel Copper anyway? Yeah, dude, I ask that every year. Mel, Cla- Mel Copper's a fucking That's stooge. why you gotta listen to the terrible football show mock draft. We'll give you the shit. Yeah, we will. Just wait till you hear our mock drafts here in a minute. Even though mine's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I noticed about yours that I was like, where the fuck's Jordan Davis at? That was the only thing I noticed about yours. And then you see the Penn State guy in there. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> Man, I, I, I was just kind of going through and I was just, I was like, okay, this, because I, I'm not listening to hype. I'm not listening to. I'm, I did. I try to stay away from receivers, running backs, and quarterbacks in the first round. So it's pretty much just offensive line and fucking defense. Some stuff that really can like core bring your team up from what I think would work. And I was I was just constantly like switching in between you know player rankings, and I was just going from there. I was getting the best available that they was what was brought up. Right. Uh, next two teams should be pretty easy. Pittsburgh and Cincy. Find quarterback. Fix your fucking O-line for Cincy. I agree. Yeah. Easy. Uh, what about Baltimore, though? How are we feeling on this one? I feel like, number one, I feel like you, you know. Stay I, healthy. Stay away from COVID. <laughs> that's true. Uh, I feel like they could use some more wide receiver help. I mean, I know you got Mark. I know you got Hollywood. I feel like Hollywood's too inconsistent. Uh, Mark is consistent, but if that's your only weapon, I feel like and, you need a little bit more help there. Antonio yeah. will be there and next year. They also drafted yeah. uh, Bateman as well, and he didn't do anything all year long. Well, he, he was, was hurt for most of the year. I know. And so, like, you know, is he going to be able to be the guy or not? Can you get some more receiver help? But I also feel like O-line help. Yeah, O-line. Yeah. Yeah, but look out. I like with, As far as playmakers, they'll have Antonio Brown next year. Yeah. 100%. Jump over to the AFC West, starting with KC. Biggest focus to me, secondary. Easy. Yeah. yeah. Secondary was garbage. The amount of times throughout this season that we would get a still shot of Tyron Matthew just like this because some because some one of his teammates just got burned. Well, like I, I literally I'm pretty sure I saw that image of him just like what the fuck? Like probably I think six times throughout this season. I mean it became a meme. It did. But honestly, <laughs> if you're a football guy and you watch film, some of those are on Tyron Matthew. Yeah, mm-hmm. because he would he would cheat over, trying to protect the deep ball, and they'd find a post right in the middle, and he's gone. Yep. Right, and he's like, oh, do, 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 do. yeah, it's like, dude, got to fix the secondary for you. that team. You fix the secondary, I feel like the I feel like Casey's going to be right back in the Super Bowl potentially. Right. Oh, yeah. What about the Chargers though? One of the teams that we said was disappointing. What, what do you think they need? I feel like they got they have all they have a lot of pieces, right? Yeah. Good, good, good running back. They got the quarterback. They had some good receivers. They have have a good young head coach. Some good defensive positions. Where 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 can they improve? And finding consistency on the offensive line. Yeah, they've got a they've got a decent one, but they're playing very inconsistent. But other than that, I would just say pieces here and there on the defense, and they should be solid. I would say, you know, O-line for sure, as well as when it comes to defense. I would say the front seven. You know, we got Bosa, dope, but who else do you have in that front seven? Yeah, I mean, they're triple teaming that guy. Yeah. Every yeah. down. I feel like getting someone opposite of Bosa will be wonders for that team. In fact, one name to watch for, assuming we don't resign him, is Akeem Hicks. Uh, if Akeem Hicks leaves Chicago, don't be surprised if he goes to take a trip down to warmer weather in L.A., pairs up with Bosa. That would be a dynamic duo there. Watch out for – I was really wanting to put Will Anderson there. Yeah. Put him in the linebacker side on the opposite side. Could be dangerous. Uh, what about Vegas? <laughs> I think it's got to be Derek Carr. I mean, determining yeah. like a, an extension for him if you're going, like how much the extension is going to be, how much you're going to basically lock That's, yourself down. Because I think, I mean, McDonald's, McDaniels definitely said that, hey, this is my guy. Yeah. Other than that, figure out what the fuck you're going to do in the defense. Yeah. Uh, next up, Denver quarterback. I would I, I want to say quarterback, but again I want to go back to my roots. You got to find a, a, a consistent running back. They have Devonte Williams. 
He played all right. I mean, but but wasn't he hurt here and there? Nah, he was killing it. He he was splitting carries with Gordon. That's why it doesn't look like he was killing. Okay. When he got his when he got his chance, I say because I was I watched that playoff game and with, with Melvin Gordon going off, but then I kind of like backtracked. Hmm. Devontae you know, Williams, he's gonna be. The, but it's definitely definitely. Stuff. I think me and even me and Jeff can agree. It's we got to figure out offensive line. Yeah, fix off his line. Let Javante do his work. Find your quarterback. Because honestly, I don't care. I don't care who plays quarterback next year. I mean, I don't, I don't even think Teddy Bridgewater would have been that bad if he didn't fucking have to run every fucking down. That's yeah. true. Uh, AFC South, Jacksonville. I would say O line. You got to protect Trevor. Yeah, definitely. Your O line is so bad. Literally, Brandon Linder at center is the only like, good O lineman that you got. See, and that's funny. I mean, our, we're we're sitting here talking about how you be su- how to be successful in uh, in the NFL. All the teams that are don't really need much. We're talking about other positions because they have a good O line. Yeah. See, you see where we're leading with this? Build the O line. Come on, Cincy. You might have won the Super Bowl if you did. <laughs> they would have. Yeah, exactly. They wouldn't have been Cause there because they, they would have had they would have had another two seconds to make that pass to Jamar Chase after that he made burned Jalen. Dumb man. Indy quarterback. You got to figure out what you're doing with Carson. Yeah, that is the main he's thing. Definitely gone. They, I don't, I, I think he'll be traded or waived or cut before the draft. Um, so they're definitely moving on. But it's where you're gonna, what are you gonna do afterwards? Who are you gonna pick up? You know, they're taking that chance of, you know, I think Baker um, and um, Kirk Cousins. They're they're in a position like, okay, you know what? We don't know who else is out there, so we're keeping these guys. And Indianapolis is like, no, we'll take anybody else. We'll get him out of here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, uh, Tennessee. I would say get some O line help, man. Um, I don't think um, I don't think Tannehill is the terrible quarterback, but Tannehill took forty seven sacks this past season, man. which was right up there at the top because we've already, I've already beat it in people's heads the last few episodes that Burrow was the most sacked at fifty two going into the playoffs, with Ryan Tannehill not being far behind him at forty seven. Like, we've been saying this entire segment, O-line, man. Build the O-line, you know. Derrick Henry is just his own monster. That's why he's able to do what he does. But build the O-line more. Derrick Henry can be more of a monster, and you can keep your quarterback upright. I agree. Um, But I would maybe, in the mid to late rounds, start trying to find a guy that could be a sleeper quarterback. To start. To start. Happy (laughs) Zap. To start, you know, maybe backing up 10 hill because – Tannehill is Tannehill. He's going to be a game manager. He's going to do what he needs to do. Okay. But you need a quarterback to take the pressure off of Henry. Yeah. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong. You're going to run the ball 30 times. Right. But, you know, those those 15 snaps, 20 snaps you're going to drop back, you need somebody to not be like, okay, we're just going to put nine in the box and make you pass on us. What about Houston. I think that answer is pretty clear. Yeah, it's Watson. You got to figure out what the fuck you're going to do with that. And then... Trade Watson. And then other than that, blow up the whole team, rebuild. Yeah. You got Dougie Mills. He's going to hold you down until you figure out. Oh, my God. Oh, Nick. He ain't going to be there long. AFC East. Uh, we'll start with New England. What's uh, What should be their biggest focus? I'd say front seven on the defense. Figure right, out that front yeah. seven. You can get in a better position. Right. I agree. Uh, yeah, they got a solid running back. i say throw in another receiver. Fuck it. Yeah, because Nikhil Harry kind of he's not that guy. Yeah. He stinks. He's not that guy. Yeah. Uh, what about Taylor your Hurts. team? What does your team need to focus on? Well, since we have talked about offensive line this entire segment, I'm I'm gonna put that as the number two. The number one, find a replacement for both Sanders and 
Cole Beasley into one receiver, not two, because we got we got the goat, Mr. Clifton Gabriel Davis sitting there looking like a MVP uh, Hall of Famer. But uh, yeah, I say I say go get us a receiver. Calvin Ridley would be pretty solid. Yeah. Um, running back situations, I they I I mean, you know. Definitely be a lot, lot better. It would be, yeah. I mean, obviously, you got to go defense, though, because that fucked us up. So, I say find us some... Uh, I already killed burnt y'all's ass. I say there. find us a cornerback for whenever Trey Davis decides he wants to get hurt midway through the season, and you, you got to rely on Dane Jackson and Taron Johnson and another cornerback that we got that kind of sucks. He went to Alabama. I can't remember his name. Levi Wallace. Find us, uh, obviously, but we're probably going to go defensive line because that's what we've been doing for the last three years. I mean, your run defense stinks. Yep. I mean, ever since Mario honestly, your entire team, bro, like running back, that is something I feel like you guys really need to focus on to help take pressure off yep. Josh Allen. But legit, like the trenches on both sides of the ball for you needs to be a focus for your team. Yeah. Offensive and defensive line. And see, that makes it tough. There's so many teams that need that. Like it's. Luckily, luckily, this draft is deep in those yeah, positions. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but I mean, it's a very good year to, to do it because, like I said, there's no way, no it. way, Linderbaum from Iowa is going to fall to to Buffalo, the center. Maybe Johnson from Boston College. To but if he does Mitch fall, Morse. you guys need to grab him, dude. Yeah, because Mitch Morris is like a like a nine million dollar cap. Mm-hmm. We about to release his ass because we need we need that money. So. We can we can use that money some other place. Let's just figure some shit out, man. What about the Jets? The Jets, everything, blow everything up. <laughs> My, Mike, everything. Mike White. <laughs> yeah, blow everything up. Yeah, there's they, so that could literally bring in a USFL team and see what they do. Who's there? Point. They got a decent receiver, don't they? Uh, they got the guy from Ole Miss. He was rookie last Elijah year. Moore. Yeah, yeah, Elijah Moore, yeah. They got a decent running back, Michael Carter, the other. I mean, real Carolina. answer is is uh, just continue to build around um, um, drawing a blank on his name. Zach, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, thank you. Zach I knew it was Zach, but the last name eluded me just now. Continue to build around him. Uh, you already have Makai Becton. That's just pretty much of a stud O-lineman there. I know there's some kind of questions about him right now. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen some questions about him. That's, like, why, they, that's why they're a little, they're thinking about what they're going to do in the first round. Yeah, like I feel like you get some uh, some more O-linemen in there with yeah. them. You know, I feel like that, you know, the team could be in a lot better position because, I mean, you you know, if Elijah come out and steps up, and you know, he's going to be a good receiver plus decent running, rookie running back as well. I feel like you could have a good team building. You just got to continue to build that O-line. And lastly, Miami, you got to figure out the owner situation. That is the biggest thing right now. I mean, like I know a lot of uh, you know. Take out that. We'll we'll talk like is Tua going to be the guy? That's going to be the main thing. Can you build around Tua? Is Tua going to be the guy? But number one, <coughs> you got to figure out the owner stuff immediately because it's going to be a distraction all year long. Oh yeah, yeah. And like and honestly, Miami could be another one of those surprising teams. I think they have the pieces. I believe in Tua. Just got to figure out what the fuck you're going to do with the ownership, right? All right, boys, where do we want to go from here? Knock out our mocks real quick. 
What, what are we sitting at right now? Uh, we're sitting at an hour and 20. That's why I'm wondering if we want to knock out the box real quick. Um, Actually, let's, okay. let's, let's skip the box. Okay. We'll skip the. I mean, they've been out for a couple weeks. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can sign up to the I website mean, for free and they, go view the box. There's going to be a whole damn episode next week. Yeah, the, the box, whole so. we have a whole episode with me and Tyler next week. And then the, after oh. coming back from the break, uh, we'll all three release our version 2.0. Hell yeah. Yep. Sound good? Sound good. Okay. All right, so last couple topics that we got here. Uh, Tyler, you wanted to, you know, recap the USFL draft. Dude, I don't give a shit about this league. Yeah, I don't, don't give a shit. Yeah, no, like, I, I guess it's because, like, even now, like, I have still, I, I was hoping the uniforms would maybe kind of pull me in or something, but I just don't have a team that's, like, speaking to me. You know what I mean? Like, when the XFL came back, I had a couple teams where I'm just like, oh, yeah, just the logo, the colors, the uniforms. Like, that team speaks to me, bro. I look at these, and I'm like, not a single one of these calls out you, to me. You know what yeah. they look like? The generic fucking uniforms they that do. you get. You know, when you try to edit a uniform yeah, on yeah. Madden. Yeah. It's like, the bro. practice squad uniforms, yeah. you know. Yeah. I will say, hey, shout out to Jonathan Adams getting drafted uh, by New Orleans Breakers. Yeah. That was cool. I was still Which, so upset. How that the fuck is he not in the NFL? Detroit Detroit picked him up, undrafted free agent, and let him go. I was so upset about that, dude. I and thought Jonathan he, Adams could be a stud. I feel like he went to Carolina. To, no, that was all more, but listen, never mind. Yeah. I don't know, man. There's something about that situation. Is he like a dick or something? I don't know. Like... It must be like something with his attitude, right? I don't know. It's unfortunate. Uh, on a side note about the USFL draft, uh, your team got uh, which uh, Arkansas and Oregon both had a guy drafted. Your teams, I know Hawaii did. Hawaii and Miami both had a guy drafted. My teams, Penn State had a guy drafted. Wyoming, we too good for the USFL. Come on now. <laughs> no, uh, I think Arkansas actually had a couple people go. And we had Ryan Mallett go. Oh, not no, Ryan Mallett. No, he, he ended up not going because he took a, the White Hawks spot. But, um, He's going to be a coach. Yeah. Cheyenne O'Grady, man, I don't know about him. I don't like him. Not one bit. Man, I'm I'm sure he's a good guy, but he, he – I don't know. Uh, I just I don't want to go into something it. about him. I don't want to go into into it on on the podcast. That's fair. That's fair. It is what it is. Uh, line, our uh, Arkansas school. They had a guy, Roger Satterfield, get drafted. Wide receiver, I think. Did you guys see the video of all the USFL coaches, like behind the scenes or whatever, like? Like, watching it, whatever, you know, obviously out of all these coaches, the most notable coach they hired is Jeff Fisher, uh, is the Michigan Panthers coach. Uh, not, not Houston's uh, uh, takes a no. Kevin Sumlin? I would say Jeff Fisher's more notable than that. Well, you know. At least Mr. Jeff's eight been eight. to a Super Bowl. Mr. Eight and Eight himself. Well, but, you know, I thought it was funny. I mean, it's the breed I, of Texas a and right? I was uh, <laughs> shit, right? watching that video, <laughs> and, and bro, I don't feel like Jeff gives a shit. Like, like in his, like, in his like, little uh, takes video, he's just like, literally three weeks ago, I was in the middle of nowhere in Wyoming. And he's like, now I'm here. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. So you literally don't give a shit that you're here right now. <laughs> okay, got it, got it. <laughs> uh, let, let's do a little take. How long do you think this league lasts? One season. One season? You I don't, I don't even think it makes it that. Uh, this is going to be, in my opinion, seeing as if you look up the schedule for the USFL year, there's literally one game, April 16th. That's it. I can't even look up the schedule for the rest of the teams. It's just one game. So that does not give me hope. It's kind of like the ESC, ESBC boxing game that's supposed to come out mm-hmm. for the last five years. They got like over 200 fucking boxers. Nothing. So 
I will say this. Whenever the XFL comes back, it's going to be here to stay. That's going to be one of my takes. Yeah, The Rock is not playing games when it comes to football. Yeah, I'm dead-ass determined that when the XFL comes back, like, go ahead and go online, buy your merch, go ahead and pick your team because the XFL is going to be here to stay. Yep. I don't I don't think it's going to go anywhere. I'm telling you, that meme that I shared that said, hey, you put the loser of the NFL and the winner of the XFL. Flip-flop like soccer style. Yep. So the Jets obviously would stay in the XFL for the rest of all time. Yeah, they would be XFL Super Bowl champions for the next years to come. Yeah, because so. they couldn't beat the the, the worst, the worst. Uh, NFL team. <laughs> Damn it, boy, that's tough. It's like the Browns a couple years ago with Bama. Right. Well, right. I think I think it'd be a fight between them and the Lions at this point. Nah, man, Dan Campbell, he's he's gonna start giving his players that. Damn Ten and coffee. six in a playoff win. <laughs> Or ten and seven and playoff win, like Foxy says the back McAfee show. <laughs> yeah, boy. All right, let's uh, let's hit. I guess our really our final topic. We got something else. Matt Nagy was signed with KC. Whatever. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Pace was also signed with Atlanta. Okay, hey. whatever. I like um, the Nagy to Kansas City though. Maybe it'll trash their team. Yeah, he just goes back home basically. But uh, really, the uh, the other topic that we had because this one actually it was gaining some steam was uh you know Hugh Jackson down there at Grambling State whatever you know uh, signing uh, Art. Uh, Art uh, Browse as his OC, and uh, you know a lot of people may have forgotten the Art Browse stuff. You know, I, you know, because you know if you're if you're just casual fan of football, whatever, you know, you don't follow like it hardcore. You may have forgotten everything that happened with uh, his run at Baylor, but that shit was whew, that shit was wild. It was definitely a scandal that decade. Yes, like a decade worth of sexual assault happening at, at Baylor under, you know, while he was the head coach. And then, you know, Hugh Jackson, like his uh, Hugh Jackson Foundation, whatever, even had to put out a statement defending the hire yeah. in full regard just for them to turn around and decide against it. Like, okay, we're not going to hire you because they took too much heat. I mean, I, as much as I do not agree with what he's done, I mean, it's been, what, 10, 15 years? Like like eight, I think. Like, I swear to God, it's, it's been a really long time. I think he's been out. I think he got let go at Baylor at, like, what, 15, 16? Somewhere around there. So, it's whenever he was hired up to when he was let go, there was all that shit popping off. It was, like, early, it was like early 2010s. Hey, Sean Oakman. Like, yeah, he, Oakman. He got the, the biggest. Yeah, he got, bro, I agree. Man, that man a damn that, tank that, out there that, looking like LeBron. That shit. man could have been the uh, Aaron Donald before Aaron Donald. Yeah, and yeah. turns out. It was all it was all fake. Yeah, in his case, it was all fake. Like she made all these allegations, and she pulled back and, and o- openly agreed that openly said that no, none of it ever happened, yep. and completely destroyed his life when this dude was literally projected to be like a number one overall pick. Yeah, like if you don't, if you've never seen a picture of Sean Oakman, just Google Sean Oakman and just admire the the freak that Sean Oakman is. Yeah. He he was like if Aaron Donald and Derrick Henry had a man baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they did the fusion technique from Dragon Ball, and that's what you get out of it. Exactly. Uh, the the Grambling State, fun fact, they did not hire him because they play Arkansas State week one. Arkansas State would start the year 0-2 that year because they would play Ohio State the next week. Yikes. Fire, fire, Yikes. fire Bush Jones. It's not working. I agree. It's not working. I thought it was good hire when they did it, but it's I, not did, I did too. I was on the fence. I was like – Fuck me, running man. I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was a good hire as is, well. Um, what's his name going to come back from Liberty? Um, is that Hugh Freeze? Hugh yeah, Freeze. Hugh Freeze. Yeah, yeah. he's going to make a comeback. I think anyway. I think he might be all right with Liberty right now. Uh, don't they play? Who do they play next year? Um, 
don't know. I think at some point he he he'll, he'll make his way back into a power five team. But here's how I look at it. It comes back to the Mac coaches. Especially since what he did is all NIL deals now. It comes back to the Mac coaches that I always talk about. Why would you leave somewhere where you're such like a like you're you're the guy in that conference? Like you're you're everything. You can retire at that school. You can be mediocre a couple of years. It doesn't matter. But you you leave that to go to like a Auburn or something, Brian Harson's facing it right now because he was the man in Boise. He was the man in Arkansas State. But you go to a big school, you fuck up a couple times, and you're, you're done though. Like I was telling Tony, if I was a recruiter for a high school guy, if I was a recruiter for Arkansas, here, here's my pitch. You come to Arkansas, it doesn't matter if you're the best player or the worst player, you're going to have a crowd in Arkansas that's just going to be behind you 100%. I agree. Connor Vanover. Prime example right there. He has a fan base in Arkansas. He's played maybe one game this year. You know? Like, and that, even that game, he played like three minutes. Yeah. Like, he's he's seven six or whatever, seven four, looking like a damn pen, you know? You look like a praying mantis. Yeah. He, straight garbage. <laughs> straight straight garbage, but you got a fan base. Connor, if you're listening to this, man, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, I know you, you know you're from, like, the Ben Brown area, you know? I mean, if you see me around, I'm gonna turn another way. Yeah, I mean, because I'm gonna see his, his elbow, you know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Connor, I, I honestly don't know why they're not playing you more. Um, I think it's just because of the small. Jalen Williams. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Jalen Williams is a beast. You know, I, I saw you putting in work in the post on, in the off season, but just start Jaylen shooting Will- threes, man. Just, just <laughs> be out there Williams, shooting man. threes. But um no I agree especially I mean if you're recruiting with Arkansas that's always you, the biggest the thing. The state is behind you regardless of how good you are. I mean, as long as you show dedication to Arkansas and you're not going to yeah. fucking flake on us. <clears throat> the, then um yeah we're we're we'll behind you. This is not Alabama where you have a school to compete with in the state. This is not Texas. You're not going to have Texas Baylor Texas A&M spending a bunch of money to go Mediocre. You have Arkansas as the number one team and the number two team and the number three team and the number five team because the number four team is probably UCA. Because they got a nice foot. Well, true. But except, (laughs) I mean, when Arkansas State's winning, dude. Hey, it's it's unfucking fortunate being an Arkansas State fan. And having so much years where you're like, damn, man, Arkansas State needs to play Arkansas. Arkansas State needs to play Arkansas. And then as soon as they're like, hey, Arkansas State playing Arkansas, it they just flip they just flip back to the way it was. Arkansas is over here, fucking national spotlight, and Arkansas State's just like mm. bottom of the bottom of the conference, uh, bottom in the NCAA Division One. Bro, they're like what one thirty out of one thirty one. I don't know if they're that they're that low. They're look, bottom ten. When I looked, they were bottom ten. It's it's bad. It's tough. Yeah, it's bad. They talk about that was a that was they should. I don't know. Blake Anderson's tough. That you you, you got spoiled with Blake, you know, because so many years we was like, man, we're gonna we're gonna run through these coaches. We get Blake and we're like, hell yeah, he's gonna retire with us. We're gonna just seven. Seven wins every year, and then he's like, "I'm gonna go to U- Utah State. Let's go find us a coach." Which I mean, I guess I think we both can agree it's a big part of with 
his wife passing in Jonesboro. Yep. So, yeah, because he's he was born and raised in Jonesboro. Yeah, but I mean, Butch, man, he's he doesn't fit the 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 style up there. Like I said, it once he got hired, the style does not fit him. But he is a big name coach, you know. But he, maybe his recruiting class might help him. I don't know. What are they at right now? Do you even know? I will look it up because I'm kind of curious because I know, I know at uh, Tennessee he was a decent one. Let's see, Arkansas is dead. And we're going way off topic. If you if you, if you want to go to the next one, while we're <laughs> oh, I mean that was the last one. Okay. No, the uh, off topic as well as I just hopped on Twitter and I saw um, sixty eight that MLB has officially canceled like the first two series of the regular season. I saw it yeah. coming. And also, for anyone listening to the audio-only version, the reason I sound far away is I'm just I'm chilling back right now. I'm right. vibing. That's why you need to go over to YouTube.com forward slash Sparky3. Watch the video. Uh-huh. See, we're, just, we're, just, we're, just, we're prepping you for next week, right? Yeah. Right? Because yeah. me and Tyler's chilling, vibing, talking about Arkansas. Yeah. Bro, I can talk about Arkansas all day. It said the number one at Sunbelt recruiting class. And you're at a 68? 68 overall. Last year, 103 whenever they had the switch over. So... It might turn around by the time Arkansas, Arkansas State play. Will they play in, what, 2025? 24. 24. And, see, and by then, Arkansas is going to be so fucking good, dude. dude. Yeah, so <laughs> well, best of luck, Tyler. By then, K.J. Jefferson will be in the NFL and not at Arkansas. So then you got to figure out. Don't the, even matter, dude. Our recruiting class for 23 and 24 is fucking ridiculous. Dude, you want to talk about a re- re- fucking ridiculous recruiting class? Let's go to Arkansas basketball. That too. Muscleman is is flipping the birds at all these people saying he's just a transfer coach. He's like, okay, I, no, number, okay, number, I'll, I'll pull a Texas A and M of the the college basketball. <laughs> number, Let, two. let's go. N- number two overall player, number three overall player, number five overall player. Fuck it, bring them all. He and, only did and lose honestly, one player from Arkansas. Only one, only one. I'm upset that we missed is Kelly Ware. The but I'm not. You can ask Tony. I'm not. I'm not. He's he's big, right? Skinny, he's tall. No, Arkansas. I seem like I know, but I seem like a like a like a Qualls, like a Jimmy Witt kind of player, dude. No, just somebody that's not. gonna let's electrify the place, dude. What's weird is that if you look his name up on NBA, bro, they are huge on Kalilwer, but they're also they also have Nick Smith as the number one player next year. Yeah, they have the number one, number one overall in the yeah. Like, but Kalilwer, man, he just didn't want to play. He just he wanted to get away. That's why he went to Oregon, bro. Which I'm okay with. So, yeah. Which, I mean, if you look up Oregon's roster, their leading rebounder is like five. Like, I don't know I don't know if Khalil Ware rebounds. I know at North Little Rock, he does everything because he's seven foot and everybody else is like six yeah. five. So, he has like 28 fucking blocks a game. Not not even joking. This man had like quadruple double with blocks. But know. no, I'm I'm excited, man. Especially to be an Arkansas fan, we're in prime position. Especially like I said, football and basketball. Football, I think we have a what top eighteen recruiting class for uh, yeah. for this year, and we I think we have a top fifteen for next year. Um, you know, our recruiting class was good this year. Our next class with Nick Smith is going to be even better. Especially if we can get um, what's his name? There's one more recruit we're going heavy after. It's um, I can't think of his fucking name right now. But I'm excited to see Jordan Wallace, Nick Smith, um, Joseph Pinion. Is it Dorian? Dorian Ford. uh, Yep, Darian Ford. Darian, Dorian. It's all the same. Darian Ford. Number two national. Who the hell? Duke, obviously. 
Duke has four five stars, a four star, and a three star. The fuck is they doing? Even without Mr. K not being there next year? Dude, they're dropping some money. Barkside has two five stars and three four stars. Let's look at that class. They got Barry Dunning from Bama, Pinion, Darian Ford, Jordan Walsh. So they had number six player, number 18, 57, 85, and 88. All signed. That's that's fucking wild. And then, and then my team, Syracuse, uh, unfortunately, had, are on like a rough, rough, rough patch. Kind of like Arkansas State rough patch. Like, I got bad news, boys. Hella bad news. Huh? What's the bad news? It's, it's, it's pretty depressing news, especially since we were actually just talking about this guy. Uh, this was put up four hours ago from the official Utah State Athletics uh, Twitter account. On the behalf of Utah State University, the athletics department, and the football program, our thoughts and prayers are with Coach Blake Anderson and his family following the tragic death of his son. Holy shit. Moment of silence. Moments passed. Hmm. That's depressing. Well, what a way to end the show. I just feel like I had to throw it out there. We, cause we, you just talked about his wife passing in Jonesboro. Dude. So I feel like I had to throw that out there. That's, uh, it's tough, man. Man. That is tough. That's a hell of a way to close the show, be though. Fucking kidding. That is, that is a way to close the show, man. That's God tough. Damn, man. That's tough. You know, shout out to Blake Anderson, Tease and Peace. That's like the John Madden. It is, yeah, just ruined the mood for it, you know. We were happy. Talking I had about it. look. Well, fuck me. Oh, man. I mean, would you would you rather me not bring it up? I mean, like, let's be real. That's that's let's like that's T's and P's, man. We were just talking about the guy, you know. I mean, that, that sucks. Obviously, you know. That's some that's some unfortunate look. You know, as um as two fathers here, Tyler having uh, and another kid on the way, and me being a single father, I I can't even imagine losing a child, um, especially one that. You know, had a bright, bright, bright future. Um, shit, I'm getting teary. I just Man. thinking about it. Um, but I think on that note, I'm going to end it because that's yeah. Fuck eating for now. Yep, I'm not. Gonna <laughs> Fuck eating. eating. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to eat till just, tomorrow. Yeah, no, just no. hit the music. We're gonna, we're going to get out of here, guys. No, um, I, I definitely feel that. We uh, we put, appreciate you coming put a picture in. Of Blake up there, you know. Yeah, yeah. Tease and peace, man. You know, put tease and peace to him. Um, thank you everybody for listening to the show. Um, as always, this is a terrible football show. Bang bang, chicken sling. See you guys.